the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Glad you're here at Hour 3 of Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn at your service. And I've got so many, so many groovy thoughts percolating in my head right now. I want to talk about Hillary Clinton and her talk about formal re-education being required for MAGA voters, for America Firsters. They need to enter formal re-education camps, says Hillary Clinton. The most bitter, bitter, bitter of human beings is Hillary. She's still sick, and she still hasn't gotten over it now, has she? (laughs) My gosh, what a mess. The stakes for 2024. You have a choice, and you have to pick a side. Will it be freedom or will it be gulags? 2024, you choose. Do you want freedom or do you want gulags? And it's very, very clear. You know, it's America first or America last. It's freedom or the gulag. And you know which side we're on. And boy, it's going to get wild heading into 2024. Think of all the deep state tricks we're going to be having. The submarine hoax was the latest security state hoax. Another little hoax. Trump talking about the secrets of submarines or nuclear subs. And then Herridge at CBS says, oh, well, I guess there was no, nothing to that one. There was no evidence that Trump said anything. And But, you know, they got all the airtime on it. Just expect more of the hoaxes. But you do wonder. They're so worried about Trump, and he's so far ahead in the polls. He's got... Two polls, double-digit leads over Joe Biden, and polls with single-digit seven dwarves, Republicans, where he's like ahead by 50 to 60 points in the Republican primary. He's just rolling. He's just cruising. He's packing houses. And um, what will the deep state do? Are they going to come up with, like, some World War Three, Ukraine, Russia, Middle East? Uh, what What all... What all stunts are they going to bring to bear? And you can just, I mean, we had, what, the virus back last time, right? What are we going to get this time? Get ready. It's going to be fascinating. And it's going to be for all the marbles. We need your ears. We need you in action. We need you just, your voice. We need you out there, backbone country, because this is this is big. We have this pervasive sense we are losing losing this country it's falling apart slowly slowly falling apart but then maybe at some point suddenly it falls apart and sometimes i think we're kind of getting closer to that suddenly aspect do you ever think that so there's a lot to be discussing here let's get to hillary clinton but i did have a text to studio (laughs) in which a uh an individual said um Mm, where is this? Uh, oh, I lost it. It's it's somewhere in here. Um, text to the studio asks, when you are mountain climbing, do you yodel? This is in reference to the Bill Monroe music we were just playing. 
And I was like, my gosh, when I'm mountain climbing, I have not been in the habit of yodeling. But that individual out there really planted a seed. You know, like the Swiss do, right? You know, they're out there in the mountains. They've got those spiky alpine peaks behind them. They've got their cows with the little bells on them. And they're yodeling, just having the time of their lives out there yodeling in the hills of Schwiz. And I I think i got to start doing that. What do you think, backbone country? Do I need to take up yodeling when I am doing the mountain climbing or maybe the trail running? I've been trail running a lot lately. And uh, why not yodel when you trail run? I don't know. Maybe you need the cow with the bell on its neck to really do it properly. And I do have some branches of the family that came out of Switzerland uh, in the last century. I traveled there once and I thought, I wonder why they left Switzerland. Kind of a nice looking place and they've got good skiing there, which kind of suits me just fine. But at any rate, back to Hillary Clinton. Huh. She wants to re-educate you. Yeah. And that's the whole point of all the propaganda that we are subjected to around the clock. They're trying to re-educate our minds. Trying to control our minds. The PSYOP. We have been subjected to one PSYOP after another PSYOP after another PSYOP. We're coming up on a decade of PSYOPs. We're holding strong, though. Not much gets by us. A.G. Barr did. Darn it. I'm regret. That's the real. That's the one that got by me was A.G. Barr. It got by everybody. Then we figured it out. And then we were ticked. Man, ticked. But let's hear Hillary Clinton say it. You know, we got formal MAGA deprogramming, says Hillary. And can you imagine a nastier, bitterer, more unpleasant human being stalking this earth than Hillary Rodham Clinton? Very strong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, And we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. Formal deprogramming of the cult members. Trump's just in it for himself. Once again, Trump's the guy who has lost millions upon millions of dollars to do this. Trump's the guy they're trying to throw in jail. Trump's the guy they raid his house. The FBI raids Mar-a-Lago. Right? He's in it for himself. He's in it for the country that should be obvious, yeah? Wants to save this place. Wants to put America first. He's putting his life on the line to be doing this. Hillary Clinton with her foundation... She became a multimillionaire after getting into politics. It's, it's for her. And, of course, you know this. You know this already. Yeah, she'd like to arrest her political opponent there. They're all into that. Yeah, let's, let's throw the guy in jail. Let's do that. That's our plan. We're going to start arresting our political opposition. Let's put the rest of the country in a gulag. Let's run PSYOP after PSYOP on them. Let's censor them 
to the max, to the gills. Let's keep the border wide open. Let's sow as much chaos as possible. Let's have as many forever, forever wars as possible. Let's crank interest rates up to 8% for mortgages now. Let's get gasoline four, five, six, seven dollars a gallon. Let's hose down, screw over the middle class as far as possible. Let's get men setting records competing against women in women's sports. Yeah, they're going to deprogram you. They want you in that gulag. They're going to put there, they're going to lock that, they're going to throw away the key. You can exist, it's okay if you exist, but you're just going to have to exist in the gulag. I'm sorry. It's going to have to be a prison existence for you. Of course, they want Trump in prison, but they want you in prison, too. They want your mind in prison. And if you step out of that, if you start to see that, oh, those are bars around me. Those four walls are around me, like Bill Monroe would sing. Well, that's not going to be acceptable, according to Hillary Clinton. My gosh, you know, um, Barris, the pollster, says it really helps when Hillary Clinton is out there running her mouth. We need her to go around saying stuff like this as much as possible because it, it, it is infuriating. It is so small. It is so vicious. It is so petty. It is so nasty that, you know, you almost have to laugh that Hillary Clinton knows what a nasty human being she is, but she's out there reveling in it. You know what I mean? She's just luxuriating in being one of the nastiest people on this planet. <laughs> and she just gets off on that. She just thinks that's just what she wants to be doing and how she wants to come across. And that, if that doesn't get you going, your wood's wet. If that doesn't light your fire, your wood's wet. As Bo Cottrell likes to say, <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, there we go. A little Blitzen Trapper. That's, I don't know, Blake, is that like our third Bob Dylan tune of the night? Because Tom Petty has the Bob Dylan voice. Bob Dylan, yes, has the Bob Dylan voice, but so does Fur by Blitzen Trapper. That's just kind of a fun song, you know, getting the family started up, moving out to a farm, and raising the kids as gently as can be. So glad you're here, 303-696-1971. And yeah, we're, we're talking about Hillary Clinton's plans for re-education camps for MAGA people. Oh, gosh. You know, that's just what she says. You know, um, she says, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And by the way, if there is a cult in this country, as I always say, it is that narrow, small, few, paranoid, unstable, ruling class members, incompetent, that little handful slice of ruling classers, America lasters, running this country, shoving the money into their wallets as fast as they can manipulating the wars and the foreign policy and domestic policy in order to benefit themselves, the ones that are so afraid of Donald Trump getting in there, putting America first and dismantling the deep state. Yeah, if there's a cult, again, it is that little small fringe of freaks, freaks 
that have gotten to the top of this country. Oh, it's just embarrassing. Like I said, I'm embarrassed that Chris Christie exists. I'm also embarrassed by our ruling class. So incompetent. They have screwed up the world. They're like, hey, we got Trump out of office. Let's go wreck the world as fast as we can. Let's wreck America. Let's wreck the rest of the world. Let's get all these wars going. Let's screw up every economy we can. Let's go. Who's with? Yay! That's what they're doing, folks. And they're doing it as hard as they can. But, you know, the people don't like it. You know, the poll data is to be believed. Hopefully they can't control election outcomes. Uh, maybe that's part of why they're doing that. you got to wonder, like, why do they do all this incredibly, obviously stupid, deranged stuff? And, well, maybe they just think they can. But they do want to deprogram you. Here is a little montage on that, then the phone action. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. Terms being tossed around like deprogramming Trump followers. All of America needs deprogramming because we've all been negatively influenced by Donald Trump. Can't uh, sit down with people don't, that don't recognize there was an insurrection. Megan alluded the other day to the deprogramming that uh, Katie Kirk talked about. Deprogramming that might work in other cases is um, it's obviously proven to be difficult. But many of them have allowed the lies really to seep into their soul, and it's beginning to rot their minds. Taking it even a step further, Raskin told the New York Times that he's ordered books about cults and deprogramming to try to understand his Republican colleagues. Are a couple accounts, libs of TikTok, a few, you know, really prominent anti-trans and sort of far-right activists who started to essentially make the argument that any exposure uh, to children about LGBT people uh, is automatically grooming. It, it seems to be emboldening anti-gay trolls. Explain how. Not just libs of TikTok, but this guy, James Lindsay, they would say, hey, there's going to be something at this library. You know, that they're going to read books. You know, a drag queen's going to come and read books. How do you fix it? How do you undo it? Well, at this point, you know, it's deprogramming. That's what we're being fed. Yeah, we need deprogramming. By the way, every voice you just heard in that montage, I only played half of it. I could keep going with leftists talking about the urgent need to deprogram the MAGA voters. <laughs> These people are so sick. But every single one of those voices, they are part of an actual cult of freaks. Absolute freaks running this country. And they like to somehow say that, oh, MAGA is a cult. MAGA is a cult, which is the majority of the country. Yeah. And you're this fringe elite bunch of wackos. And uh, I think we know who needs deprogramming. I think we know. I rest my case. I'll rest it right now. Let's say hello to uh, Joe in Arvada. Joe, thank you for being here. Welcome. Hi, Matt. Oh, thank you. Uh, gosh, who was it that began uh, the re-education camps? Was it? Was it Lenin, Stalin. Marx, or Stalin? I thought it was Stalin okay. was doing that. And Stalin. then Mao got into that. And it's like Marxism. Yes. They love that stuff. Deprogramming people, you know, controlling your mind, cracking you, subjecting you to the propaganda. Uh, who, yeah. who came up with the gulag? I, 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 I want to know these things. That's and a I'll Soviet thing. Why. And Solzhenitsyn is the guy that wrote the books, Ar uh, Gulag Archipelago, which is must-read kind of literature there. But carry on. 
Well, no, that's 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 awesome. Thank you. I, I actually I haven't read it, so I put it on my book list. Get it on there, so, dude. You won't regret it. Yeah. I I definitely want to. I I think that we need to look at these people, uh, and, and let me throw out some names here: uh, John Brennan, James Comey, uh, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton. Uh, you know, we could go down the list. It, the reason I throw these out here, uh, it's the same same mentality that we have. This Saul Alinskyite, J- uh, Barack Obama. They're cut out of the same cloth. And what I mean by that is this. They want to punish their adversary. Yeah. And this is this is Marxism. And now they're coming out of the closet. They're admitting they're Marxists. <laughs> and and he, they just come out and say it. If you disagree with yeah. me, well, you are evil and you got to be deprogrammed. You got to be thrown in jail. You got to be put into a gulag. Period. That's the Marxist way. Disagree with me, and into the gulag you go. That's how they are, man. But we need to follow the rule of law, and what I recommend is simply this. Punish them by the rule of law. And what I mean by that is, Hillary Clinton, you are guilty of treason. You are guilty of sedition. Joe Biden... You are guilty of treason. You have betrayed our country. Bribery, extortion. Go down the list with these people. Yes. Exactly. Follow their money. Where did they get all of their money? We know where Trump got his. Hard-working businessman. Very successful. And he has spent a lot of money, lost a lot of money by being a public figure in politics. But not the other way around. Hillary's, McConnell's. Go down the list. They make the millions doing this. Even Mike Pence is out there raking in big money, giving speeches, you know? Anybody, any of these politicians that are lining their pockets with the money of our enemies, you are guilty of treason. I, 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 it, is, it is, well, sedition, bribery, whatever you want. You know, you can... The problem is we need to have some sturdy, backboned... Yes, conservatives, I don't care what their party is. If you could say they're Republicans, if Donald Trump doesn't get a, a, a an attorney general willing to prosecute these people, we're in big trouble. It's like this. Well, can you imagine if we had allowed, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, one of the, the Hitler uh, acolytes to just continue on in their doings? What would what would that be? They had to be prosecuted. Well, it would be nice to see the rule of law apply to these people, but they manipulate the rule of law to only use against their political opponents, and they manipulate it, and they distort it. And you see how it works right now? But you're right, sir. I thought we needed a little French music tonight. Not sure why, but sometimes you just feel like that's what you need. And that is some French music right there with a big band of horns behind them. And actually, what do these guys call themselves? I should, I should provide that information. Les Bandes Arenaud, R-E-N-A-U-D. The song called Je suis une bande. And uh, the French was not very good there. But I don't know, it just does something to your soul. Does it not? Makes you want to 
go to a restaurant or something. At any rate, so glad you are here. Back to the phone lines here in just a brief momentito. But, you know, the incompetence of, yes, this ruling class band of freaks. Jake Sullivan, who is Biden's national security advisor. This guy, remember him coming out when the Afghanistan disastrous withdrawal was going? He's like, oh, yeah, it's going okay, yeah. General Milley, who, by the way, has left the military. Total disgrace, that guy. Anyway, Jake Sullivan, just last week, he said this. Oh, the Middle East is so calm these days. Everything's so quiet in the Middle East. We're doing a great job over there. And now it's like all, of course, gone to hell again. And what we said is we want to depressurize, de-escalate, and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. Uh-huh. Quieter today than it has been in two decades. That's, he said that eight days ago. Yeah. Good job, Biden administration. Isn't that amazing? When I we talk about the incompetent... You know, the people out there that voted for Biden, I mean, can you think of one good reason that you did that? <laughs> can you think of one thing that you like about that and the disaster that we are seeing unfold before us every day and every moment? Trump does question the Biden $6 billion sent to Iran, loosened up to Iran. And, oh, the Biden team doesn't like it when you point this out. They get very, very touchy. When you point this out, but of course, Trump goes there. The war happened for two reasons. The United States is giving and gave to Iran six billion dollars, six billion over over hostages, over hostages. And, uh, you know, there was a very good trade. They got five hostages. We got five hostages. Okay, that's the good news. The bad news is. And their hostages were tough, by the way, I have to tell you. That was, okay, let's assume they're doing just fine. But it was five for five. But in addition to that, we agreed to free up $6 billion. And uh, that is an absolute disaster. And I would not be at all surprised if part of that tremendous wealth that they just accumulated went into all of a sudden watching this level of aggression. They didn't have that level of aggression with me. They didn't have it. This would have never happened with me either. None of this stuff would be happening if Trump was around. Not this Ukraine stuff, not this Middle Eastern war conflagration. Yeah, $6 billion to uh, freed up. And then uh, next thing you know, right, uh, here we are. What's Blinken's commentary on that? Secretary of State Blinken, another one of the worst. By the way, is Biden the worst president ever? I mean, ever? Do you ever, do you ever wonder? Uh what do you say about the argument that money is fungible? So Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that happened. Iran has, ha, Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism, on supporting groups like, uh, like Hamas. Uh, and it's done that when there have been sanctions. It's done that when there haven't been sanctions. And it's always prioritized that. And again, I come back to the proposition that from these funds have always been under the law, available to Iran to use for humanitarian purposes. Yeah, Blinken admitting guilt there, admitting culpability there. These people, these people 
Hello to Jack in Wyoming. Thanks for hanging on a second. Glad you're here, Jack. Welcome. Oh, Matt, I heard you talking about next time you go trekking through the mountains, you're going to start yodeling, and I think I ought to advise you maybe you shouldn't be doing that. No yodeling? But what if I want to yodel, Jack? I mean, what if it, well, the it, thing, I'm in the, the yodeling thing, mood, Jack? Well, but when you're up there, I mean, you've got to keep an eye out for government agents with butterfly nets because if they catch <laughs> you yodeling, I mean, that, that that's a racist act because all virtually all yodelers are white, and you'd be guilty. Of you know, racism if you did that. And I am definitely pro MAGA. I'm definitely pro America first. And a caller pointed out earlier that Newsweek has a story that the FBI is targeting MAGA people for domestic extremism. Do you think mm-hmm. the yodeling would call attention to myself? I, uh, That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, all right. Maybe I'm going to factor do a that couple, in. Do a couple rap items, and then since you're in a in a French mood tonight, do Farrah Jacques and a couple of other things. Okay, I could I could sing a, a few French songs um, poorly, but you not, know if, uh, not yodeling though. Okay, if if RFK Jr. would convince the Democrats that he's a committed communist, he would be their front runner overnight. <laughs> oh man, he's going to go independent though. Remember RFK Jr. We did a segment on this the last hour. He's pro. The uh, Ocasio-Cortez Green New Deal. He's very, very anti-Second Amendment. He's an, he's a gun grabber. And uh, go down the list on on his stuff. But he's talking big on the border now, and he's he's talking big against the vaccines. And so he's going to be an op to try to drain from Trump. Isn't that amazing what that's going to turn into? Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how much effect that'll have. But, I mean, the, the reason why they won't back him is because they, they don't sense he's got uh, is sympathetic to the Communist Party. I mean, that's that's I mean, whoever whoever they use in place of Biden has got to be a communist or else it's not going to happen. I mean, that's yeah. Where they're at. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. And uh, maybe they'll just come out and start saying it out loud at some point. I'm, we're waiting for that. They they tend to deny it. But uh, it was. Uh, John Brennan voted for Gus Hall, 1976, the communist candidate for the president, and he was Biden's CIA director. Outright communist. Total. Yep. No, that's what's going on. What's, what's really comical about, about RFK Jr. is his father, who I absolutely despised. I mean, I couldn't desp- – I, 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 I've never seen a politician that was more of an upstart and opportunist than he was, and he was sure he was going to be president after his brother Jack. But the thing about him was – when he got out of law school, the first thing he did was get on the committee to go after Joe McCarthy, who was accusing the the, the college professors and and the people in in, uh, in, uh, in in the movie business out there in California, and he was attacking them for their communist ways. But what we need right now, more than anything, is another Joe McCarthy because we're dealing with communism taking over half of our country already. Well, we already and, have. And, and, but Jack, we have McCarthyism because. Hillary and all the media say that if you criticize anything about a Democrat or the foreign policy of our establishment, then you're like pro-Russia. You're 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 a Putin like a puppet. Right. We are. We have the McCarthyism right now, but the left is doing it. You see, it's inverted. It's inverted. Yep. Isn't that amazing? It is the new McCarthyism. But we, we need to fight the communism that's coming through our country. We, we need a Joe McCarthy. We need Senator Joe back. We, we absolutely, and actually, we needed him back then. Interesting. I, I remember the Rosenberg trial. I remember all that stuff. You know, uh, 
fascinating book. Actually, Ann Coulter wrote a good book saying basically that argument about McCarthy. And there's another couple of really good books about McCarthy. I can't pull the name of the authors off the top of my head, which make that case that you are making, that if you look into what McCarthy was actually up to, he was actually a lot more right than wrong. But uh, you got to say that the current McCarthyism with Hillary and the rest of them and, uh, you know, Trump's a... You know, a, a Russian agent. I mean, that. I, I, don't, I don't even. I don't even think that Hillary's a communist. I just think she's a power grabber. And anywhere, and any way you can, you know, the, the Democrats have traveled heavily on the fact that there's more stupid people than smart people, and they pitch to the stupid people, and that's how they get in office. That's, I mean, that's what they've yeah, always done. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they've always done. And, and they, I don't think she is a communist. She's just a power-hungry, uh, despicable human being, is what she is. Right. And she but, trades on the ignorance of the bottom, American people. Which is more than half of us. But Jack, Jack, my my man, you got to connect the dots. That's what the communists are. They are the power yes. people, and they use Marxism as the advertisement to try to get the masses into giving them all the power. Yeah, but, Does that make uh, sense? Or, or, Marxism is the best marketing ploy in history to tell the masses, we're going to take from the rich people and we're going to give it to you, so give me, the communist candidate, all the power. But, but here's the difference. And then they get all the years stuff. Ago, yeah. 80 years ago, socialism and communism were, were brought forward as to how best to control the masses. But now it's who best to control the masses, which means we're more important and pull, to make all the decisions than you are. Yep, exactly. That's what it's turned into. That's, that's, exactly. that's where we're at to end the sentence okay. with a preposition. Jack, bless you up in Wyoming. We send you the good word. And on the phone lines, we'll be talking right when we get back. You gotta love it, ladies and gentlemen. Sing me a song about Jesus. That's Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver, the full bluegrass band, singing a little song about Jesus, our sacred number on this sacred Sunday, October 8th, 2023. Hope you're keeping it sacred out there and keeping your heart in the right place, and I am enjoying going through the Psalms right now. Boy, there's the Psalms are inexhaustible, may I say, and you just you try to puzzle them over, and there's a lot in there, folks. Keeping on working on it, always working on it. At any rate, thank you. Man, we've just had dozens upon dozens of texts to studio, and I've been I've been pretty fast at getting back just about, uh, not quite, but I'm, I'm typing fast, so honored, and boy, keeping us on track and with facts and with figures and insights and recommending yodeling <laughs> and mountain climbing. But let's be also thanking the many folks who have taken a little time to call in and say hello, and let's get right to it right now. We've been running full lines basically the whole show, and let's say hello to Jay in Castle Rock. Jay, welcome. Hey, great show, Matt. Thanks for covering these issues. Oh, uh, you bet, sir. Give me... Just a second. Um, we, we travel all over the world. Uh, Russia, who let's just say the this uh, is the model for the Hillary Clintons and the Hunter Bidens and the Al Gore's of the world and so on. You know, they're down 141 million people as we speak right now. At least that's what they say online. They have 11 time zones, and for the folks that are somewhat challenged geographically, there's 24 time zones and they control almost half of their region of the planet. And currently, they make not one thing, while I was holding for you, 
look around my home, anywhere else, I couldn't figure out one thing that was made in Russia by communism or socialism. Not a car, not a TV, not a phone, the carpet, not even the stone. Uh, yeah, maybe some me. oil, maybe some maybe, wheat. Okay, I got it. Yeah, got it. Natural resources. Yeah. yeah. So they did nothing but maybe an AK forty seven. Yeah, the Kalashnikov's pretty good. I have one. Yep, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it works great. Better than my my better than my military issue. They AR put some focus into did. that. They did. Yes. Well. They did so they could kill their own people, and that's what they did. You know, they starved them. Yes, uh, they did. Plus, right? You know, if you can if you can eliminate your opponent completely, you'll win the game eventually. And now here we are today with uh, you know Hunter Biden receiving one hundred forty seven thousand dollar Porsche, and five million in cash, and you know as well as I do that money they went back to uh, Iran is falling directly into Israel because Iran you know all the Iranians just love is Israelis don't they um, don't they just love them they hate them with their passion right well that's probably what Biden is aware of and freed up that 6 billion that's what kind of the Obama master plan all the way along yeah. we see this going back a long time now mm-hmm. yeah forklifts yep. they took forklifts and the C130s with 100 dollar bills and deliver him, Obama did, which I think, you know, Joe Biden is just uh, Obama 3.0, basically, third term. That's that's my opinion. Yep. You do wonder if Obama's back there kind of pulling the strings and Biden doesn't even really know what time zone, as you mentioned, he's in at yeah. present. But uh, it's, it's, it's a bad scene, man. And uh, I'll tell you what, I would keep going. They're full behind you, Jay. But uh, I'll, I'll, we'll get you in sooner next time. But stay close with us. Real soon. Thank you. Yes, sir. And I think that's that's an insight about Russia and the true model there. And let's be saying hello to Teresa in Denver. Welcome, Teresa. Uh, yes, thank you. Listen, just real quick on the speakership on the House, on the House Speaker. Yes. Um, um, in regard to Steve Scalise, people, I don't know if you covered this, but people need to remember that he gave his full-throated support for Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and the whole January 6th committee. Um, people need to remember that about him. Scalise did that? Yeah. yeah. He was very supportive of uh, Kinzinger and Cheney. Yeah. He, he gave his full support for them. I would never trust him to be speaker. Yeah, I, I just don't quite trust Scalise. You kind of respect him, but... He's never been a, a wave maker on the stuff that I think is important right now. And McCarthy, you know, I mean, he came up with Eric Cantor and uh, mm-hmm. Paul Ryan. They called them the young guns. You remember that? Yeah, I remember And they're, they're, oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're rhino types. And Paul Ryan's been a disaster as a speaker and did nothing but try to block Trump from building the wall and the rest of the stuff. And then he's now busy destroying Fox News. I, I don't miss McCarthy. Do you, Teresa? Do you sit around feeling bad about no, no, that? No, no. Of course not. He was just—he was such a liar, and I, I really learned to despise him when I found out that he was going to get, ask Trump to resign two weeks before he was going to leave office in 2021, and then he denied it. But then, remember, the phone call came out, the recording, mm. and the, the guy is the, McCarthy. Forget it. But Steve Scalise—he's cut from that same cloth. Unfortunately, yes, and Jordan is going to be the guy. And Jordan maybe sure doesn't so. back up. He's a really good talker. He needs to back up more of that. Maybe a speaker he can. 
But I'm, yeah. I'm inclined to say it's it's Jordan's. It's going to be Jordan's. He's the guy. And he well, he I has the connection so. with the GOP voter. That's what we've been needing. Well, GOP that, voters right. feeling a connection with their leadership. They don't have any. They had none with McCarthy. Right. And McCarthy was the one that was blocking all those subpoenas. He, oh, yeah. And it took him forever to get around to impeaching inquiry against Biden. It took so long. Come on. Right. But but Jim Jordan on his committee, he couldn't he, he wasn't issuing subpoenas and we were all irritated. But then we find out it was um, McCarthy that was blocking. That. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yes, it would. But would you go for so Jordan, uh, not Scalise, but Jordan in your mind, Teresa? I would go for Jordan because he's probably the best out of the uh, out of the group. So yeah, I would go with Jim Jordan. He is a very good talker. He needs to do more, but maybe he will if he was speaker. So I would support him. You bet. I actually was going to do a thing on this that I'm mystified that Ken Buck voted to get rid of McCarthy. I just spent a couple of weeks hammering away on Ken Buck for being a bit, you know, going on CNN, wanting a job at CNN, complaining about government spending. And uh, but then he wants to spend all this money on Ukraine, more billions to Ukraine. But then he turns around and whacks McCarthy. <laughs> well, he was how did, how did that happen? <laughs> what what was that? <laughs> maybe I, maybe I got to him. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And he thought, oh no, I'm running for re-election. I better do something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is he's on the way to rehabilitation. There, I mean, because that was <laughs> that was pretty cool. And again, yeah. I, I don't understand why a lot of the political people have somehow got themselves attached to McCarthy. I just don't sense it. you got to get the voters connected and motivated, and Jordan will do that. Well, the, right, but the thing is with McCarthy, he was the one that was able to really rake in a lot of money for the Republican Party. That's why they cling to him. Ah, hadn't thought of that, he the was money a, side. He, 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 was, he is, from what I understand, he is one killer when it comes to raising money. Mm, kind of like he Pelosi. Spent, he spent, yeah. yeah, right. Very much so. And he spends a lot of time traveling, uh, getting funds. So that's why. Yeah, he's one of those guys. But probably yeah. the money from all the wrong places. You know what I mean? Well, oh, Teresa, yeah. keep going if we could. And by gosh, Lynn and Evergreen, I just didn't manage it right. But Lynn, we send you love from here at Backbone Radio. Lynn, let's talk soon. Saddle pals. Let's be back at it next Sunday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.